Hugo Chavez has died today, Tuesday, March 5th. From Public Radio International, the BBC World Service, and WGBH Boston, this is The World. I'm Marco Werman. After a two-year battle with cancer, President Hugo Chavez of Venezuela has died. The announcement was made by the country's vice president today. Also, uncertainty in Kenya, too, as ballots are being counted after a presidential election. This observer fears a repeat of the violence that followed the last presidential vote. This is a more poisonous atmosphere. There's more rabid ethnic hatred in the air than there ever has been in this country. And later, it's been a long journey for the director of New Zealand's top modern dance troupe. I told my parents that I wanted to go to dance school. My mother cried and my father simply just um, shook his head and walked away from me. PRI's The World is brought to you by Medtronic, supporting the work of Wired International, providing medical and healthcare information and education in the developing world and in regions affected by war. Now on Facebook, look for Medtronic NCD. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Venezuela is mourning its comandante. It's now official. President Hugo Chavez has died after a two-year battle with cancer. Venezuela's vice president made the announcement today. Chavez wasn't able to overcome the latest complications following his fourth cancer surgery in Cuba. The news of Chavez's death doesn't come as a surprise. There's been intense speculation in Venezuela about his deteriorating health, and the president had not been seen or heard in public for three months, ever since leaving for that surgery in Cuba in early December. Still, now that it's official, Chavez's passing will generate new political turmoil in a deeply divided Venezuela. The Venezuelan military issued a statement today vowing to protect the sovereignty and security of the country. We're going to step back from the uncertainty surrounding Venezuela's political future to hear more about the man who dominated the country for the past 14 years. Rory Carroll was Latin America bureau chief for Britain's Guardian newspaper. He covered President Chavez in Venezuela for seven years, and he's the author of a new book about Chavez called Comandante. He says Chavez's roots were humble. He had a remarkable rise. He was from the plains of Barinas, which is basically the, the wild west of Venezuela, from a tiny town called Sabaneta. Uh, his parents were teachers, uh, very humble means, uh, although he's raised by his grandmother in basically an adobe or mud shack uh, in his early years. But the parents managed to push him through school, and as a teenager, he fell in love with baseball, and his passion and dream was to be a pitcher in the major leagues. And for that reason, he joined the army. He joined, he signed up as a cadet to the military academy in Caracas, hoping this would open the doors to the major leagues but instead he fell in love with the army um, and the rest in a way is history because he, he fell in love with the army he rose up through the ranks and then he acquired a dream of revolution uh, he felt that Venezuela needed a revolt, it needed a cleansing and he felt that he would be the man to do it and he launched a, a coup in 1992 when he was a lieutenant colonel and that set him on the trajectory to the Hugo Chavez that we know of today. And Rory, do you know where that kind of uh, dreams of revolution came from while he was in the army? I mean, is he kind of one of these classic Latin American leftist, traditionalist, Castro, Che, or did he have another path? 
It's very sui generis. It was very particular circumstances, I think, for Hugo Chavez. One is that as a boy, he was steeped in the legends and mythology of uh, Venezuelan history. His own great-grandfather was a, a rebel outlaw called My Santa. And he had been considered by some people as a mass murderer, by other people as a sort of uh, Butch Cassidy, Pancho Villa type character. And um, Chavez fell in love with this story of his own, of his own great-grandfather. And also growing up, he, he adored uh, stories of Simon Bolivar, the great liberator of, uh, of Venezuela. And he became convinced that uh, Bolivar's wars of independence against Spain were, were incomplete, that yes, Venezuela and Latin America had won its independence from Spain, but he had to have its win its economic independence. And he felt that the, the fact that Venezuela was such a, a society of ex- extreme inequality and poverty was a stain on the legacy of Bolivar and that he, Hugo Chavez, would rise up um, and complete Bolivar's legacy by liberating his people from poverty and from continued economic dependence. Mm. So it was this mixture of, uh, you could call it either megalomania or just someone who's steeped in the, in the patriotism of their own country. Pretty unique. And he had a pretty unique style when it came to governing a country. How would you characterize it? Extraordinary. Uh, I've never seen anyone like him. I've covered the Vatican, Silvio Berlusconi, um, African uh, leaders and so forth, and I've never seen anybody quite quite like him. Firstly, though, his, his energy...